everybody! It is time for another episode of your favorite sports betting podcast, Woodman. Let's jump the sharp. Do you have something to say? Such a deranged introduction. It's so Just, good. Why? Well, wait. Do I have a reason to be pumped up? Well, my friends, my friends, uh, I wish Come you on. all could be here uh, in South Philly. Uh, it no, is so you're you're in the heart of it right now. <laughs> People are like, you should see Pats, dude. Like oh. every night, like it's just like Philly's red. Every it's huge lines, like it. And it's and the, we're recording this on a Wednesday. The Phillies won on Sunday, Sunday. and. The World Series doesn't even start until Friday, <laughs> and people Ugh, and are already losing their minds here in Philadelphia. I know that we're here for the football picks, but I'll tell you what, man. Well, we both love baseball, and we're very we both, excited yeah. about the Phils here. Arguably your favorite sport, as I understand, mm-hmm. over the course of being friendly with you. It is indeed, sir. My man. Um, man, maybe we should have a rendition. If the Phillies do the unthinkable, I'm not going to say it, and not necessarily unthinkable anymore, but... We're feeling good. Um, but you don't want to jinx it, so you're not going to say it. I got you. If if in two weeks' time that would happen, then I think the fine uh, program entitled Jump the Sharp should just start out cold for once with <laughs> a very well-renditioned uh, Dave Woody narrated uh, <laughs> of your favorite baseball quip, or at least story, if you will. Would you want to tell the people what that is again? Because it's a beautiful thing. I don't know which one you're referring to because I have so many. Oh, that's true. But the one that <laughs> the one that you brought forth on the show probably about a year ago with oh. the and we we were gonna I believe who wrote that one we were gonna have other people come on and do different uh, verses of it. Yes, that would have been the, the game of it. baseball is something or whatever it's called. Look at me start the show and just stump you about something you love so much. <laughs> The, what is it that the the game is whatever? Damn it! I'm gonna find it. Are we talking about the green fields of the mind? That is probably it. Let me go have the green fields of the mind. By the way, it's jump the sharp. At jump the sharp, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's your boy Hollywood here along with the Woodman. Yes, it is Giamatti. The green fields of the mind. Yes. Oh. So Paul Giamatti's dad was the right. commissioner of baseball after he had been, I believe, president of Yale or Harvard or something like that. Uh, and he was baseball commish, and he um, afterwards, after he retired from that, he wrote this great book that everybody should read, and, and that's like a little passage from the book. Uh, this is rocks. such a beautiful thing, man. It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Like seriously, and and I just want to hear you read. If it you love day. great sports writing, like it's really good. Um, R.I.P. Speaking of great sports writing, R.I.P. I don't remember if we mentioned him on this show, but Roger oh, no. Angel. Roger Angel died this year mm. uh, at ninety nine. Uh, rest in peace. One. one of the great, great, great American sports writers. Uh, I'll send you some of his stuff, buddy. Just the Incredible. best. Uh, I love good sports writing, and uh, it hits me hits me right here. There and, you go. Uh, it's just the you best. You getting choked up? Not just yet, but you know, um, <laughs> if in two weeks' time, as you said, oh, uh, perhaps, maybe. perhaps we can see. We can see how we're yeah. doing. From A. Bartlett Giamatti, it is called yes. um, the, the Greenfields Green... of the Mind, and yes. um, from it's from a great and glorious game is it's... the. It's a good book. I yeah, the it. Greenfields of the Mind is the passage. It's a, it's, it's. This is not the book. We're not telling you to go read a book. Just go ahead and go ahead and uh, uh, Google Greenfields of the Mind, and yeah, you'll have like a passage. A, it's like what, like two six, paragraphs, seven paragraphs. No, no, okay. no. It's, it's, it's a good one, but um, right. it's, well, it's incredible. It's a few I'll pages. Start it out, basically. Ready? ready? It breaks your heart. It is designed to break your heart. 
The game begins in the spring when everything else begins again. And it blossoms in the summer, filling the afternoons and evenings. And then as soon as the chill rain comes, it stops and leaves you to face the fall alone. I mean, it's that's very poetic, and it's also doesn't it just ring true? Doesn't you count that, on that... it, rely on it to buffer the passage of time, to keep the memory of sunshine and high skies alive, and then just when the days are all twilight, when you need it the most, it stops. Today, October second, a Sunday of rain and broken branches and leaf clogged drains and slick streets, it stopped, and summer was gone. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm fucking with you now. I just it's very I, I poetic. For your next word. Uh, it's very very poetic and it's very beautiful and uh, it's it strikes me as true. Now, if as you it, like what you heard, times that by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine paragraphs, okay. and boy, does it go on in much more spectacular fashion than I did it justice. Um, yeah, you told me about this when we first started doing uh, baseball coverage on the pod, and I was like, right. no, I've never heard of it, and you were like, after the pod. <laughs> Uh, go read it. And when you signed off that day, I I think I like forgot to post the podcast that night until the morning because I read it and I was like really half drunk and really kind of on the verge of tears. Yeah. And it's just such a beautiful thing. It's man. beautiful. It's just beautifully said and, and he's got a real way with words and it, it just strikes me as true. I think it's just like totally. there's something about reading something that's just very, very deeply true. If you, you want know, to talk about a classic and the fall classic, that'll get you in the mood. Uh, I implore every Philly fan, or fuck, if you're an Astro fan, fuck you. But um, the green you know, fields of the mind, definitely, because we're the only two uh, fan bases that really give a shit right now, probably. But uh, go ahead and go ahead and search that. I'm sorry, Woodman. What were you going to say, Bubba? No, I was just going to say the other thing to note here about this show tonight is I don't want to like take a long time. We don't love to do wallowing when we do things wrong or you know finger pointing and we don't love to do a ton of like celebrating and you know patting ourselves on the back we'd rather move no we don't we don't do a lot we don't do a lot because no, we we'd don't. rather move forward and look ahead right? of course but i just want to say on the dude, back isn't going to make people double the money they made so there's no reason but to we'll do pat it. Just... Ourselves on the, i just want to th- say off the top that you know we're coming off two consecutive now Really good weeks. I think we this show is back now. We're we should fucking back. You should feel you listeners and you, Brian, should feel Mm. that this show is back to the way it's supposed to be, the way it should be, the way it has been. And I'll throw another little tidbit at you, buddy. Okie doke. When I did the DWE here, oh boy, it's exactly the way that it used to be last year Mm. and, and the year before, where I nailed a bunch of the lines, and the ones I didn't are way off. And that's Samsonite. exactly what you want. That is what you want, man. You want like to nail basically everything, which shows you you're you're locked in. You got your good finger on the pulse of the league, right? But yep. the ones that are off, those are your picks. And I that's exactly what happened tonight. And the, really, honestly, to be straight with you, brother, first time this year that I felt like I nailed so many of them, and then the ones that are off are really off. I was way off, right? And, and that's that's a good thing. That should make you feel good better. Thing. Yeah. You know, the first thing when when you popped up on a screen and we were ready to get going here, you just said, "I fucking love my picks." And guess what? I don't think I've heard that until uh, since you know last year, football wise. I mean, yeah. all summer we were loving that shit, but um, yeah, I was that pumped me up, and I think I do too. 
And I'm really excited about this, obviously, for external reasons here, but um, for football reasons as well. I think we got some wieners here. Hot dog. So, without further ado, nah, I'm kidding. It's time. Well, you got to do America's favorite segment, don't we here? <laughs> yes. I mean, come on. Come on. It's time for What Are We Drinking? The oh, Woodman. Sir. I saw you put down a little bourbon. And once again, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm not even going to go ahead and shout it out. I jumped the sharp YouTube searches. Hey, we're up to 61 subscribers on the race to 100. Ooh, getting Appreciate close. that. Getting close. Badass. And I, I would be, uh, yeah, I, I have to shout out the Dungeon, Degenerate Dungeon on Glass Cannon um, Network Employee Lounge, uh, twitch.tv backslash GCN Employee Lounge. We're having a fucking blast. Uh, I will be MIA this week for. A, I will not be hosting, unfortunately. I will be getting. I'll be doing this <laughs> at the um, Jetro uh, lot in the fucking uh, next to Lincoln Financial Field because I will be in attendance for that Eagle Steelers game. But I will definitely be popping in. And oh boy, I might be half bent. The Woodman, what are you going to get bent on tonight here? Heck yeah, dude! Um, and and last week was so much fun on the dungeon too. Uh, I was so reporting Everybody. reporting live from the Poconos, uh, and uh, we we actually had a better week too. I think we had better results. Not me. Uh, Zero right last week. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> I did I did quite well actually. I'm try- I'm getting out of my element. That's the thing. Because yeah. on the dungeon, and and folks, once again, we're going to be doing our six picks here. We're going to be doing <laughs> our three major picks. The dungeon's a little bit more loosey goosey. We're just trying to have fun and trying to get bang for the buck. Yep. Um, these are yeah. our, if you want to hear like our fucking Johns, it's Jump the Shark. For sure. And uh, and I'm excited to share mine with you this week. But before I do, mm. I've got one. I drank this on the dungeon a, a couple weeks back. Let's go. But uh, I haven't had it on this program. And, and yes, uh, that, folks, you've heard correct. He drank it on the dungeon, a 10 a.m. Sunday morning show. I did. Let's go. I did. Don't feel ashamed. You'll be uh, doing it again. This one, this is actually one of those beers that the can has a tagline on it. You know, like a tagline, like a movie. You know, sure. <laughs> the Thank tagline you on this one is "Never say die." Wow. And I'll explain why. <laughs> I'll explain why if people want, uh, or if you want to hear. But uh, so this is from North Coast Brewing Company, and it's called Old Rasputin. Oh, I remember this. He showed a little. Look at him go too. Was he giving now, the uh, sign of the cross? Yeah, he was kind of a Rasputin. Was it's a Russian Imperial Stout? Is a strong beer, Fuckin strong right. stout beer. Um, and I believe Troy looked it up. If you want to look it up, I believe I'm going to do it right now. Real high scoring. It was delicious. I'll tell what you what Rasputin. Old Rasputin from mm-hmm. North Coast Brewing Company. I will tell you as I pour it. Go for it. That the tagline "Never Say Die" refers to the way that Rasputin died. Um, so, Ironic. and, and the story may be apocryphal. We don't know, but the story that the people that gave is, is that he was, uh, the, the, these guys had lured him to this meeting where they said there was going to be a bunch of hot chicks or whatever. He was really into <laughs> chicks at the time, uh, his whole life actually, as so many of us are, but, uh, he was, <laughs> they told him there'd be all these hot chicks there. And so they lured him to this meeting at this dude's house and they laced all of the food and the wine with cyanide. And he's sitting all over again and he's sitting there eating and drinking enormously as he always did. This is a guy who would drink, you know, five bottles of, of red wine. Damn. You know, that starting is a at thick piece. Look at that dude. Wow. 
It's heavy and beautiful. You know what they say, the darker the beer, the sweeter the APV. Okay, go ahead. That's a fucking hefty one. So they lured him to this place and they're and he's he's eating all this food and he's drinking it and they're freaking out because he's not dying. Right. And he's like, "Well, my throat's bothering me a little bit, but uh but he just keeps drinking anyway." And he's like, "Sing for me, uh whatever the guy's name was." He's like, "I like your singing voice. You sing again." And like the, the eventually the guys who are there, the assassins, they they go upstairs like what the fuck are we going to do with this dude? Like, he's literally not dying. This is crazy. So one of the guys comes down and shoots him in the chest with his pistol. And fucking Rasputin falls down. He's dead. And okay, oh, we can all breathe a sigh of relief. They go to, like, move the body. He wakes up. They said his eyes were, like, he had, like, extra, the, the whites of his eyes were, like, extra white. He like, wakes up and he starts like choking the dude. Like this is like a serial killer movie, you know, like like Michael Myers or something. Um, so anyway, and then eventually they uh, he's like trying to get the knife and, uh, you know, off the table and everything. And like the, the, the guys are like wrestling with him and he, he knocks the gun away and then he runs out into the snow. Struggling. Yes. And he runs out in the snow and apparently the guy, one guy shoots him in the back and he falls down. And then finally he shoots him in the head. Now this is the end of the story. This is the best part. Let's and this go. part, this is the part that's absolutely made up. Everything else I said probably <laughs> happened. The, the, they tell the story like this. They said, after he shot him in the head, they wrapped him up in a carpet and they dropped him in the river and they would hope he would, you know, whatever float to Finland. Oh. And he doesn't. And they found his body and they found his body. And they said that this is again, I believe this to be made up. But they said that the no. the carpet had been like torn at, like he was trying to get out or something like this. So anyway, that's why it <laughs> that says never a... say die. Just a little fun it's tidbit amazing. for you there. I didn't notice that before, but that's fun. But anyway. Rasputin, in, yeah. Anyway, exactly right. But he's an interesting character uh, from history. Very, very uh, flamboyant, interesting character. Um, always banging all kinds of broads and getting drunk and like, like telling little, little like. <sighs> Like making up little like prophecies and stuff that he was like, oh, I had a dream, and you know, in like wisdom room into, starts, the, man. into the queen's ear, and like he had like the, the the royal family like wrapped around his little finger. Interesting guy uh, to read about if anyone is interested. And nine percent on a Richter scale here, nine percent. It's delicious. Okay, so oh, here we go. Now it's gonna the toe touches the rubber, as they say here. Mm. So first of all, mm. it's absolutely delicious. Let's it go. has such a beautiful. Um, you know how some stouts have like an almost slightly burnt flavor to them? For sure, yeah. I don't love that. Mm. That's the, that's the exact kind of stout I don't love. Some guys love it, right? The the more coffee stout kind of that have that burntness. Yeah, yeah. I'm with but, you on that. I'm not a big fan. It's not my favorite. Some of them are are good. Some are but, good, but it's not really my thing. This doesn't have that at all. This is a beautiful, strong. It tastes like a beer. That first sip, that's a delicious, heavy, strong man's beer. Is what I'm about it is. to jump through this motherfucking screen at you. I okay? really think you will. I'm not love sure it. what I'm going to grab. First, I might bring you one of these. You. I think I'm going to bring you one of these on, on Sunday please. when I see you. Oh, so, I'm, I'm not kidding. Oh. This thing is. This is going to make your bull run, baby. Oh, baby, I'm, I'm going to be a big time bull. I've been I'll talking a what. long time. I'll let you go. But freaking delicious. Where are you going to find this? On any yeah. other podcast, where are you going to find everything that's happened in the last eight minutes? <laughs> that's true. The Come baseball, on. the Rasputin, the bear. Just you, baby. You're, you're, <laughs> hey, you're what makes this bull run. You kidding me? What did you say it got on uh, Untapped? 
It got a 4.01, so it's over the 4 by a smidge, okay, but, but that's not, a good jaw okay. in there. You yeah, know why? Because a lot of people probably tasted this, you know, and were like, whoa, not my style of beer. Gave it a 1. Well, that's not the way you go about it. If you don't like these kind of beers, you don't like these kind of beers. You don't got a shit on it. Here's what know? I'll say. I've had a lot of Imperial Stouts because I love a, a good stout. And oh, I like it. good for you. <laughs> I've had a number of Imperial Stouts over my many years. And this may be the best one I've ever had. It's yeah. that good. Oh, wow. This, this thing is really special. Jeez Louise. This guy yeah. is coming out on fire. Folks. It's, it's killer. I think we're feeling the show this week, Woodman. I mean, we've got a lot to be thankful and happy for. And we do. I'm very thankful and happy that uh, that Woodman shut up so I can pour my beer. All right? Here we go. I'm kidding. I love you. You know that. Uh, shout out to guess who? I'll give you one guess, Woody. Is it Muscles Marinara? It damn sure is. You got that right, <laughs> motherfucker. It is Russell, a.k.a. Muscles Marinara. He um, went ahead and said he was over between this show and the last. And this is how solid this cat is. He said, uh, I heard that your little vegetable crisper drawer is empty. You did say it. And this motherfucker brings over two four packs of not like four of this and four of that. He goes ahead and takes time. <laughs> As I say, it doesn't take much time. But to, Mix to, to knock one out of that little plastic four-piece topper, throw another one. He brings me eight solid newbies that you've never just, had just stashes them right in there and says amazing wow motherfucker i'm good for two months on that cat thank you what Russell. A i love you what a mensch the best match of all time and uh this one he said i knew you're gonna like it and uh we had phillies we had phillies game five on sunday i happened to watch with this cat over his amazing abode and one of the ones that he put in that was probably the one he highlighted the most as he was putting them in um uh, he all, all offered to me pregame, you know, right when the game's starting. And I said, hey, you know, we don't always have to be fresh into these beers. It's just We're just shouting out some beers. And I was looking at all the other eight, and I saw this one, and I thought about the last time I had it, what happened afterwards, Philly's going to the World Series, and how much I fucking loved it. Wait. So I said, you know what? I'm doing it, baby. The I'm last time you had this beer... Well, yeah, I'm just saying the last time I had this beer. To f- no, I'm saying literally Sunday, Woody, not not 2008. Okay. <laughs> uh, sorry. Keep right. drinking that Imperium, all right? <laughs> My man bought some pants. He's going down the chute. And I'll tell Look you what's out. about to go down the chute. Uh, probably like the fifth week in a row that I've featured this uh, brewing company, but that's also thanks to Muscles. Uh, other half, once again, other half brewing. Um, killing it. There's so, so many good beers, as we're finding out on this show alone. Uh, it's a brew called Spinach. And if you see huh. on YouTube here, it's just this, you know, a, a, a minuscule kind of uh, a label, but it's got the cans of spinach, some closed, some open. I call this my Popeye beer, by the way. <laughs> uh, here we go. Let's go. And and as I do this. Oh, tap, nice. Says you got to get your greens if you want to be strong. <laughs> just don't squeeze the can too hard. I mean, what a great fucking uh tagline as you would say look there it goes yeah and if you want to go ahead and say exactly what this tastes like and it's not exactly there is a little bit of fine points differential but um and i poured i got a little too heady there because i'm excited we're excited on the show so i'll drink the ass end on air um from the can but it is <laughs> Woodman. 
Not the last time I drank ass. What? It is a wrench derivative. Okay. It doesn't. It, if you love wrench, which fucking you do have. Are you breathing? You love wrench. <laughs> um, it is a wrench derivative. It is. It is a little bit less of a pungent taste. Okay. A little bit more on the citra taste. Okay. But if you like wrench, you'll. You, there's no way. If you like wrench, you'll say this is crap. This is almost as good as wrench. Like smidge, smidge underneath. Um, on the more citrus side, wrench is more of a. You got to fuck an IPA beer or not, not even IPA. You just got a beer. Uh, this is more of a. A little bit of on the citrus side, but it's tremendous. And shout out to Muscles Marinara. So we're 20 minutes in plus. We're feeling good. And this is, uh, we could end it right now. I mean, people, you'd be satisfied, right? You know what? Maybe we should do it. We'll, we'll see you. Go, Phil. <laughs> Let's get down to business. Well, thankfully, right, thankfully, we're only half an hour in. So that's good. Right. That's, we got a long ways to go, Bubba. Here we go. Um, eight and four in the last two weeks. Are your boys here at Jump the Sharp? It's time to keep that shit rolling, and we're going to have some fun with our three picks each. Um, all the extracurricular activities, are they're on the shelf. Because, look, 8 and 4 is great. We really want to be fucking steam hot um, before yeah. we bring that shit back into the fold. We want to make sure we have our uh, you know shit together. Yes. So we're going to go ahead and keep rolling, rolling that snowball down the hill as it gets bigger and bigger. And once it gets big enough, then we'll bring those back into the fold. But right now... We're going to go three for three with picks of the week, and we definitely will get some World Series props in because we just can't fucking help ourselves. Um, Woodman, as always, he is playing center field, batting first. David Woody with his pick of the week. The Vikings have won four straight. They're five and one. They're at home. What the fuck is going on with this line? What is this garbage line? <laughs> Who are they playing? The, the Cardinals. There it is. I know, right? <laughs> I'm what, not what, picking it, but I looked at it. Yeah, I mean, isn't that a stinky line? The Vikings at home minus three and a half. That's basically saying that on a neutral field, these are even teams. The Cardinals are trash. They're so bad. They can't play at all. What is going on with this line? And here's the kicker. Here's the Hollywood piece to it. Mm. If, if you even needed one. I, and I honestly don't think I'm going to say much more about this game. Minus three and a half is such an easy, easy. I mean, I guarantee you by game time, this is minus five. Uh, maybe, maybe more even. This thing's going to move. Okay. Let's see um, if it even did but, yet. But if you need a little kicker, I'll throw it to you. Ready? Okay. And no, it's not about Call of Duty, although that's out now, right? Wow. So, but no, it's not oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> that. That's funny to joke about, right? But that's, that's all it is. We're mm -hmm. not really serious. It's just correlation. But what, but what, what is real? is a bye week. A bye week is a real thing and you only get one in the NFL and you yeah. and these players and co and the coaches treasure them. And when they come off of them, they really focus in practice and they are ready for that game. Uh as I don't think I needed to, to go like and give you a whole history lesson of what the records are of all teams mm. coming off of bye weeks when they're at home, but I can assure you you would like your odds. Okay? So the Vikings got a buy. Uh, granted, after winning four straights, you could say, well, they didn't really need it. They were playing great. Now nah, they always need it. Every NFL team always wishes they had it. It's really, it's a brutal game. It's, it's grueling. It's, this is going to be a bloodbath. I might Whoa. take an alt in this game, you know, wow. but my call is I'll just take Minnesota minus three and a half and get it quick because I guarantee it's going to move. I That's think it. it moved. <laughs> 
My man, taking That's Vikings it, man. minus three and a half at home against the Cardinals. Looked at it. Um, let me it's go so ahead. Easy for me. Easy for so, me. So, um, flash the DWE up real quick. Just show mm-hmm. show everybody the Dave Woody effect where he goes ahead. There it is. And uh, you know, sometimes he, well, actually, most times he goes. I did the DWE. You know, the HWE uh, has come out from time to time. Um, yes, the Hollywood effect. You know what I mean? Hollywood. And looksy, looksy. Hey, there it is. Look, it is. So uh, what the Hollywood effect got me this week is the fucking bop kiss, except for I I made a pick of the week based on it, and that is to come, ladies and gentlemen. So stay put. But, but my you pick nailed, of the week. You nailed the rest of them, basically. Well, I, w- I want to say that my third biggest discrepancy was Arizona at Minnesota. I okay. had it as minus five and a half. Okay, so sure. I'm with you. I'm with you, buddy. Yeah. Um, but there's one thing that before I get to the biggest discrepancy that I'm not even sure I'm a fan of, but I'm doing it because it's a, such a discrepancy before I get to that and hang tight, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I had to get to, uh, something that is just, I, I can't believe the payoff for it. And look, it's, we're no, we're no fucking around here. You know, it's a, a JTS name of the show. It's NFA show. No fucking around this week, okay? We want to yeah. make money. Yeah. My first pick is a plus one fifteen. Okay, we're gonna get you on the on the plus side of juice. Uh, I'll be at the game. It's Eagles Steelers, and I'll tell you what. Um, it's not gonna be like a first half, John. I know Joey O'B, Glass Cannon, be like, "Come on, Hollywood, all you bullshit with the first quarters and first <laughs> half." And guess what? They hit sometimes. Uh, but one <laughs> thing that jumped out to me that I thought about was Eagles first half. And you've heard us make this. As a matter of fact, me and OB, Joey, uh, made it on a dungeon call. We did the first half against the Cardinals, and that hit. And then something else popped out in the meantime while I'm searching for this, the first half line. The line of the game is 10.5 right now, I do believe, right? Yes, yeah, 10.5 uh, Eagles Steelers. Eagles, yes. obviously, giving the 10.5 at home, coming off a bye. Once again, Woodman coming off the bye. It matters. Now, the half line was, I was seeing six and a half. And I was like, you know what? I was hoping more for five and a half, to be honest with you. So let me see what else I could look for. Some shot out of me a plus 115. It's over two and a half touchdowns in the first half. Mm. Let me tell you why. Philadelphia Eagles. This is all, this is six straight weeks of action. Here's what happened. Week one, Philly-Detroit. These these scores are going into halftime. These are not the final scores of games. These are going into halftime. (laughs) Philly-Detroit. Philly, 24. Detroit, 14. Total touchdowns in that first half, five. Three by Philly, two by Detroit. Next week, Minnesota at Philly. 24-7 Philly going into the half. Four total touchdowns, one by many, three by Philly. These are all over two and a half so far, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Next week, Philly at Washington, 24 to nothing going in the half. Philly with that uh, 24 points. That's three touchdowns. Jacksonville at Philly, 20 to 14 going in the half. Philly up. Five touchdowns in that first. A uh, missed extra point there. Two by Jacksonville, three by Philly. Philly, Arizona, 14 to 10. Philly going in the half. Three touchdowns, two by Philly, one uh, by Arizona. The only one out of six weeks. Dallas, Philly, Philly, 20 to three. Whoa, how many touchdowns is that? Maybe they missed an extra point. Unfortunately, no. 
two by Philly, zero by Dallas. We're talking Cooper Rush, Dallas. We're talking about an amped up Philly defense, and they Philly had two field goals, so they were pressuring. Uh, so that's the only one out of six weeks that and barely missed it. By the way, Philly coming off a bye. I wish I knew. I I, I wish I could bet right now, uh, live bet first drive Eagles touchdown. That's what I wish I could bet because that would be a pick of the week. I don't you know coming off a bye after how they played in the first half. Yeah, and and honestly, I like this bet. Disregarding Pittsburgh. The Steelers don't even need to score a touchdown. If they do, great, kind of for your bet. Not great as an Eagles fan, you know what I mean? But sure. I think there's 21 points on the board by, by the Eagles going into uh, the half by themselves. Give me over two and a half touchdowns in the first half. Eagles, Steelers plus 115. A little off the rocker. Let's see if you dig it. I dig it a lot. I would never have come up with it. I, I just tailed it. I, I think it's great. Did you live bet when I love I love how you approach this show sometimes. You I just love live it. bet as it goes. Just tell yeah, all you. these are in for me. So I'm just giving you numbers while that you're I talking, have. Just look, watch dollar signs just float out of my mouth, you know. Excuse me? I don't know. You like um, that? <laughs> I do like it. I like your um, second pick. To be you. determined, but I know I'm gonna like it. Do you Oh, like you're it? gonna like it. Okay, here we go. You're gonna like it. So I th- I think that um after the last couple of weeks, if you are not fading the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I don't know what you are watching, right? This is a team that's just kind of losing it before our eyes, right? They're just, they're kind of falling apart. They just lost to a literal XFL quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> right and yeah. like and, and like, it was and who lost to him the goat oh and and the goat and he has all his weapons he has also he has godwin he has evans what he, he has look at me right in the eye right now is he done is it over this guy here is dead i don't think that he himself looked that bad he looked not good he looked okay. not good all right i won't come i think comparatively right i'll I'll guess i'll talk about somebody else in his age range to me matt ryan looks done he Mm. i thought i want you know he got benched because of how bad he played i saw a lot of that game he looked like he should he can't be you can't run him out there anymore i'm i wasn't i mean a lot of people were shocked that he got he's gonna get he's gonna be third string now after behind Foles as well as backup I'm not Come shocked. On, baby. He How was Foles like, not first train? God damn it. What Foles should be, it should be Foles, then whatever, Erringer. Yeah. And the, yeah. And then it should be Matt Ryan third string because if you watch the game, you know he can't do this anymore. It was it was sad to watch. Like Ben Raffelsberger's last year was sad to watch him out there. Rivers was sad to watch his last year. Peyton was sad to so watch all this those. This is where they go to die, the Indianapolis they, Colts, well, you know, yeah. now. It will. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, when when it's gone, it's really just gone. I didn't see that with Brady, but I did see. First of all, he's very frustrated. Um, a lot of personal shit going on. A lot of personal shit going on. He's taking it out on his teammates in a way that I'm not sure how much they necessarily appreciate it. Lost to a Christian McCaffreyless Carolina Panthers. Dude, I mean, on talent, just on talent, Carolina is by far. The worst team in the NFL. Hey, what they say? They say you suck. Wasn't the final score? And they the game, beat them. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was twenty-one to three. 
Yeah. The final score? Somewhere around I mean, that. I dude, can't correct you right now because it, it, it's just it you you have to just say whenever a team is down bad, as bad as they are right now, you gotta just I, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna steer into that skit. I'm saying I'm, that's gonna keep going. Until they show you, until they show me right. something's gonna change for sure. So I'll I'll take the Ravens money line at minus one hundred five here. Why the fuck are the Ravens not the favorite? I don't understand. I don't care. Give me the Ravens, my man. I mean, you know, I, I actually um, I, I can't know imagine choked this year. I understand they've choked this year, so that makes I, you nervous. I get it. They've no, choked. I can't. Been, I can't imagine they had a lead. A way... I think in every second half, the Ravens every almost every game they had the lead right in the second half. And oh yeah. Not like not against a team. I'm look. Maybe the Bucks can turn it around like that fast in three days. Yeah. I don't fucking think so. Call this gonna... crazy, but the Ravens could almost be seven and zero. Like very oh. smidgenly, almost. Oh, definitely, definitely. So I mean, the way the Tampa's playing, god damn, it's I so just bad. I gotta. They had to show me something different before I'm gonna bet. Anything, but I, I might be against them almost every week for the rest of the year until they show me something different, dude. And you know what I'm done with, by the way? Because this was almost another one. Like, I love that what you're picking because for maybe the first time in the the year, uh, I put in all our picks as a parlay every week. I always do a six-legger every week. <laughs> and I think this is going to be the most confident I'm in. And I'm not saying we're going 6-0. No, I'm just saying so far the two that you put forth were like on my chopping block by a pubis. So I love to hear I that. can't imagine the way Baltimore has played and then the way Tampa has I, I was shocked by this line. I Me really too. was and shocked. And Shocking. I was off on it as well by um by two points on my John. I, I figured it would be uh Tampa getting points. It was not right. It's crazy. I wrote Baltimore minus four. What is it right now? I'm sorry. Is it it's one and Tampa a Tampa Bay minus one? Yeah, minus one. Yeah, so, so I had so, I had so see, I'm f- plus two actually. So I was off by three points. Yeah, you were off by three, and I was off by five, and we're both on the wrong side. Right. I like the finger action there. Do it again. There you go. Give it to me hard. That's not what I meant. Come on, David. God mercy. Uh, so here we go with Hollywood's second pick of the week, and man, oh boy, I feel a little dirty. I feel dirty. What are you doing? Um, I don't know if everyone's going to be with me on this, but I kind oh of my wanna, God. I'm going to try and convince you. No, it's nothing silly. I okay. mean, it is silly. I don't think it's like, I'm not taking any, I'm taking the biggest spread of the week and I'm taking a team that's getting the points. So maybe, but that team is the, I, and I'm, I, I, told, oh, yeah. I told myself I'm not taking this team anymore. I'm not, I'm just not, but it is by far HWE style. <laughs> if you will, my biggest discrepancy, I was off by four points. I had Bills minus seven at home against the Packers. It is minus 11 as we speak. I will take the Green Bay Packers getting okay. 11 on. Now, here's the big deal. On a primetime Sunday night affair, my biggest holdback is the fact that the Bills had an off week last week. But I don't think that a Buffalo Bills buy is really a big deal right now. I yeah. just think they're smelling themselves. They've been for a couple of years. They're great. Um, I don't think that the Bills are like taking their bye week as a, 
all right, time to really fucking reroute our mindset and let's really get serious. And what 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 have we faltered on so far this year? What do we need to work on? I don't think that that's how Buffalo. They're very well coached. I love Sean McDermott and all. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying I just don't think that that's their. It's not going with the Hollywood buy mindset as Woody was talking about with Minnesota. That Minnesota's got something to build on. Holy fuck, we got a two game lead in the in, in the NFC North. Um, we got something to prove here. The Bills, no, nah, not so much. Um, and then the Packers, the way they went out, look, it's three in a row. And my one of my picks of the week were two weeks ago was then because Aaron Rodgers doesn't lose two in a row. Now he's won, fuck, lost three in a row. I get it. Hollywood, yo, he could lose the fourth. I get it. I I know, but. And he probably will lose the game, but he don't have to lose by 11. Exactly. They're right. playing like garbage. This is the biggest HWE discrepancy. 11 points is a lot to give Rodgers in a primetime spot. It's He's a, a lot prime of time points. Yeah. And I got news for you. It's funny that you – thank you. So this is how good we are together, Woody. It's like – it's 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 ham and cheese, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's table and chairs. It is – I have a note right here, and I'll read it verbatim. If this was Tampa – the yeah. line would be around seven or six. Yeah. Don't you agree? Yeah. And yeah. Tampa is worse than the Packers. Uh, right, at, right at this moment, they're, they've been playing worse. The Packers beat them in Tampa this year. No no question. They're, they're, they've been playing worse. No question. But if this is Tampa at Buffalo, this line is seven, maybe not six, maybe seven or eight. It ain't 11. It's probably eight. Yeah. And that's probably what it should be. And if it were eight, you probably wouldn't be betting it. 11 is just too many effing points and if you saw aaron Rodgers on the podium after their loss in I washington this. i saw this tell tell, tell, tell the people fucking it. you know what let me just let me uh, let me see I, if i can actually find an exact quote okay i'll, 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 I'll uh, paraphrase the one kind of the part that i liked the best where he they were like well you you know you have they were, they were asking about all the team struggles and then they were like but you also have buffalo next week he's like well yeah well Oh, oh no! Shoot, I'm messing it he up. He said, "He said this will be it. the best thing for our team." Yes, he that's said, it. I'm not worried. And they said, "Well, you got Buffalo coming up. Um, you know what? Do you, he said, "You're goddamn right. This is going to be where we need to go." He said, "This is uh, wait. Here we go, Aaron Rodgers. I'm not worried about the squad. In fact, this might be the best thing for us." Like he was, yes. he was focused on that interview. And any look, I get it. Aaron Rodgers looks and acts kind of like a fucking dick face sometimes. Um, I like. Okay, he's, he's he's a boy of mine. Well, he's and a very very good quarterback. A very Whatever good else quarterback. you think of him, Jeez Louise, man, shout, he's back shout, to back MVPs. What are dude. we talking about here? Come on, right? So, and guess what? Before the year, they were the second uh, uh, team in the NFC to make the Super Bowl behind Tampa. Both of right. those has gone to the wayside, but like, it's not like they don't have the talent. He he was basically calling out. I like the way he did that post game. It got me fired up too. Um, he called out his team. I will tell you. I'm I'm not always the biggest fan of his. He is a huge yeah. weirdo and all that stuff. For sure. I thought my my reaction to that press conference was that's a leader. That's leadership. Giddy up. And guess what? They can lose by ten and you're gonna fucking cover. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Dude, Packers on Sunday night football in Buffalo. Buffalo's gonna be rowdy, I get it and all, but like it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Doesn't it, let me let me do something real quick. I want to look up Packers schedule because I know they lost to the fucking uh Manders last week. All right, let me see. They lost three in a row. It was to the Manders, the Jets, and the Giants. Now here's the thing: the Jets and the Giants were at home. At Washington was their other loss. Aaron Rodgers. The 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 I would say something about the Giants and, and maybe even the Jets, but those were at Lambeau, which is shocking. 
but they lost at Washington with a half-filled crowd and half of them were trying to hit on uh, women who work in the front office. But the <laughs> now they're at the Bills where it's like put up or shut up time. This is when... This is when you're going to figure out if Aaron, if you think that Aaron Rodgers has anything left in the tank, and I'm not saying like it, almost a full tank. If he has one percent left in the tank, they will cover this. That's all I end up on saying. A fucking primetime game at the Bills. This is it for their whole season, maybe his career. This is it. Give me, give me the Packers getting eleven. Who would have thought the Packers would ever get eleven at any game this season? Fucking five weeks ago. Yeah, and I, I, I might be I, beating a dead a dead drum horse. What the fuck they say? They don't say that. I did. What do you save the show? We got off to such a good start. They uh, so the, yeah, there's just no. It's a great call. It's a great call. H W E by far the number one. It's a great call. It's just too many points. Ultimately, many. Th- this is how sharp. Pe- I'm sorry. I know we don't. We try to think we're better than them, but no, go for this it. This is how sharp betters think, right? What is just too many effing points? Give dude. me the point. It's just a safe, smart bet. There's 11. so many ways that the final score of this game winds up being 10 or fewer points. It's just so many ways for it to happen, right? Let's it put doesn't this way. even have to be all the things that he was talking about with the Packers doing better. You could just say, hey, backdoor horse shit cover. He throws exactly. two fourth quarter touchdowns to Romeo Dobbs. And, and now all of a sudden they lose by nine instead of uh bills are 21. up 37, 20 with dude, four dude, minutes bills, left in the fourth. The bills like, whatever. have been taking their starters out. They've shaken Allen out in the fourth quarter. A number of times they've taken seven digs out. They, they, they're happy to take their foot off the gas. If they get up a lot. I, th- I love this pick. I love it. I was going to say, pick. do you like the pick? I'm, are you it. talking yourself into it? No, I, I don't need to talk. I didn't need to talk to someone. To it. I liked it right away. Let's hear the fifth winner of the week. Okay. The Raiders. The Raiders uh, have been very, very, very bad this year. Uh, overall, yes, but also especially on the road. They're they're 0-3. Granted, they faced some tough teams. They went into Tennessee and lost. Well, Tennessee's not that great, but they're the defending AFC champs. They're all right. Uh, they went into the Chargers and lost. Actually, Chargers is, don't look so hot right now either. Are you picking the Saints? Yeah, this is insane. It was my that was my second highest off. I had <laughs> Saints minus two. It's plus one and a half. Yeah, they should not. The the Saints should not be. Uh, the Saints should be favored in this game. They're home. The Raiders stink. The Raiders really, really stink on the road where they're zero and three. Uh, I don't give them any chance. I mean, look. The Saints gave last week. They were my the one pick that I had uh, to cover the spread that that didn't do it um, on this program, and they almost did it. And that was with Joe Burrow playing like a Superman, right? Or <laughs> well, was that two? And, and, was it two and, weeks ago? And brought it out of. You know, were you talking about the the Cincy game against New Orleans? Yeah, in New Orleans. That was two weeks ago. That and was two weeks they, ago. That was like you missed that by uh, a hair. They had them all game, and then had them all game. Uh, Jamar Chase is just too goddamn good, and they really missed Lattimore. Boy, did they miss Lattimore yeah, that game. Yep. He would have, he would have at least tackled him after the thirty yards <laughs> instead of letting him go the, the other thirty for the sixty-yard TD. You know what I mean? For he sure. At least would have tackled him <laughs> instead time. of the two guys who missed him. But and also give Chase credit because he's just slippery and he's just tough to tackle and he's a great player with the ball in his hands. God now where are you going on this? Are you going to money line it? Yeah, we're going to money line it for plus money. We're going to money line it for plus money because the Saints plus one and a half is not really that that interesting and it's it doesn't pay so good. Anyway you hate point. you hate minuscule lines. I hate them. 
You just hate give me the money. ones just, and twos. Just give it to me. Just, yeah. let me. just let me win the game. All right. Well, we'll just give do it that. It's going to be hard. Well, so, hopefully. So the, so the Saints' money line is, or I got it at a plus 105. Maybe you see it better. I don't know. But, um, let me take a look. Uh, so listen, they're not a good team. So if that makes you nervous, I get it. There's a reason why it's my third, right? Yep. At the same time, I will tell you, I personally have a lot of conviction that this is going to hit. Okay. Want to um, wait on FanDuel? They have been beaten a couple of times at home this year in games that I think they probably should have won. The one where it was just Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow were just too effing good. Mm. And then there was the other one where it was Dalton. Dalton really, yeah. he fucked it up. You know, he was bad. And maybe it'll be Dalton again this week. I, I was hoping it would be Jameis. I guess we don't know yet. It's only Wednesday here. I don't know if we know who's going to start. Um, I think I've seen enough Andy Dalton to say Jameis, who I was never a fan of and still am not, is better than that. Dalton is done. He looks Fuck really done. He's just not. Uh, he doesn't see it out there, dude. He does not no. see it. He's, he's yeah. just collecting a paycheck. He's just collecting know? the paycheck. And I don't think he's trying very hard. And I don't think he's a leader. Uh, although <laughs> I'm not sure Jameis is much of a leader anyway. No, but, regardless, but regardless. Unless you want to eat your fingers. <laughs> but that team has some good veterans and, and, and kind of captains. And I, I, I think it could. I think they can uh, take care of what needs to be done against a very poor Raiders team very uh, poor. in the Superdome. Man. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> also, I have been. I'll throw another little here. You want a little Hollywood factor? Fucking right. No city in the mm. United States celebrates Halloween like New Orleans. I know. I've been there. I was there for Halloween. Okay. They are. They lose their minds. The whole city is about. You know, it's all spooky. It's ghosts and all. It's all the New Orleans sure. and stuff, right? It's their favorite shit. They go absolutely <laughs> bonkers. They are so happy to have a home game the what day before Halloween. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I really think uh, if if there if you need any little push uh, mm. on the pick, I think that should do it. That's a soft factor that kind of matters. The crowd is going to be losing their fucking minds. How about <laughs> some? I mean, that's the most Hollywoodish uh, approach of all time, and I it's not arguable. That is not, that is not a, opinion. Like that is that a fact. upstages. The Kyler Murray Call of Duty fucking uh, <laughs> approach, by the way, my man. And that is impressive. Holy fuck. Uh, that got me going. Now, let's round out these six p- picks here. I'm going to try and do it before the 50-minute mark. Maybe we can uh, do a little 10-minute on the World Series. Here we go. Actually, you know what? <laughs> fuck that. It's going to take 35 seconds. I might just make Denver unders a pick every week until they prove me otherwise. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Don't overthink this, ladies and gentlemen. Broncos, Jags, under 39 and a half at minus 105. Uh, even the juice is trying to get like make you think otherwise. Don't no 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 no. Take the minus 115 on the plus side. Like, listen, we're telling you it's gonna go over. It ain't gonna fucking go over. Look, I I get it. The Jags can put up numbers here and there, but this is this is sometimes the, the Jags have yet to really play a defense. If you look at who they played like subpar defense, it's galore. And what is the strongest side of the ball in this game? It's Denver D is the strongest side of the ball in this game, which is honestly a very far. good unit. Yeah. Very good. Like they're very top, good. Top six unit in the NFL. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're excellent for sure. Here's the thing. Denver D has given up the following points in six games, 17, nine, 10, 32. Whoops. 12, 19, 16. Okay? That's how much they've given up. And they might not even win this game. 
And here's the thing. Yes, that time they gave up 32, they lost. If you heard those numbers I just read. They also lost when they gave up 10. Okay? I'm telling you, there's no point in even thinking about it. Just don't overthink it. Just bet unders on Denver games for the rest of the year. Um, I mean, the the only one that would have given me pause is the, the, the 32 one they gave up. They lost, what, 32-27 or something. And that was Vegas. Yeah, that makes sense. Those two teams, okay. I probably wouldn't have taken the under in that game, and I didn't. But look at all these other ones. Like this, I'm just not overthinking this. 39 and a half is really low. I get it. It's scary. But I gave you a winner on the 39 and a half last week. You got to just get it when it's there. You just take the money. These teams don't play like that. And they're not like Jacksonville's going to struggle at home against Denver's defense. And that's just, and and Denver's going to, Russell's back this week and whatever. That doesn't, unfortunately, you know, after a few weeks this season, it's crazy how the mighty have fallen, but that doesn't scare me. It's not going to be points put up. I don't know. Melvin Gordon is pissed. They have Latavius Murray. There's Boone Cat. Sutton can't catch a fucking ball. Like, what the fuck, dude? Um, We've been talking a lot on this program about teams that are in disarray. Jeez. I don't think there's one. No. I mean, well, it's funny because their defense the continues to play well. But... Uh, yeah, Tampa. I guess Tampa. But but in by terms the way, side of, note: um, somebody said Tampa plus seven fifty not making the playoffs this year. Did you on mm-hmm. the future show? I sure did. Don't think I tailed that. Should have. Can I throw out a? Um, can I throw out a hail mary that involves two of my four picks? Do it live. Let's go, baby. I'm just looking. I was quickly looking at some other kind of DWE picks that were like just misses, you know, I could have done them. I love um, a live Hail Mary. This is fucking great. Let's go. And I, I don't have, have one now. And I I'm have, embarrassed. that's, a, that's fine. I have two more. So, so if I put them together, it's really, this is really fun. I think. Okay. Um, if you, so if you believe in my Ravens and saints mm. money line picks against garbage teams, I think I love the Jets at home here. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm, I don't know why they're. I had them. Yeah, a pick them. I don't know why they're. So getting did points. I. That should be a pick them. Why yeah. are they getting so many points? Is the belief that what Bailey Zappi? No, I mean, if you it. watch let's that game, you it. know that he's not good. What, let's what are we talk talking? more. I'm, I don't need that. Let's get. I want to get this hail mary because I'm so pumped. You want the bet. fourth one? Yes. So the fourth one is my is my team that I've been making money on hand over fist here. It's the Giants. The Giants going into yeah. Seattle. Sure. Why couldn't they just win the game? They're 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 five and one. They look great. Their D is playing fantastic. Their offense is not amazing. It's well, not the Giants amazing. the most disrespected team. I can't believe I'm saying this. They were my pick to have by the way, two years in a row where my pick to have the worst record in the NFL. Is actually a good team. Winds up being and good, possibly a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, fuck. they're very good for sure. Uh, at least at certain things, right? They can really run the ball, and they shout can shout out really, to Troy Valley, by the way. Shout out to Troy. They can really run the ball, and they can really play defense. And I don't think anything is going to change those two things. No, even when they play really good teams, I imagine don't think- being a linebacker in twenty twenty two, going up against the New York Football Giants, and when you're saying. They can really run the ball. The quarterback drops back. <gasps> wait, I can tell he's going to hand it off. And wait a second. Which do I do? Do I go to Saquon? 
or do I spy the quarterback who is setting records for a white quarterback as a rushing quarterback? I'm telling you, he is putting up Vic Elian numbers. It's um, crazy. I mean, here's a little fun fact for you. Through week seven, mm. who do you think has more oh rushing yards this season? Daniel Jones or oh. Najee Harris? Well, I'm going to say Jones for the sake of this conversation. Because of, because of the way I'm asking it. But, yeah. I mean, that's amazing. That's absolutely incredible. On how many fewer carries, it's unbelievable. It's I mean, incredible. He, now, dude. maybe he doesn't keep doing that. Maybe they start putting more spying on him and things that some teams, you've seen teams do against, like, Lamar Jackson, they, the way they do it in the playoffs, you know, and that kind right. of stuff like that. Um or um, back in the day, like they would sometimes do it to Vic and you'd see like Vic would have like three straight games with like 80 yards. And then like the fourth game, he'd have like one rushing yard. And he'd be like, what the yeah, hell happened? Yeah. And like some smart guy uh, like uh, John Madden or whoever it was would get on TV and explain to you what happened. It was like they Dude, just the assigned their best player to spy him on every single play and not to move. And no matter what, his job is just make sure he can't run. That's do you think it. that they would do that to Daniel Jones now? I, they have to, right? He's got like you 80 yards a game. You would think they would have to because it's probably worth it to leave somebody open down the field because he, he doesn't really want to yeah, throw it true. down the field. That's true. And his guys can't really get open anyway Mm -mm. so if i they make the playoffs this year do the giants make the playoffs playoffs it's hard to see how they couldn't i cannot believe we're talking like this right now it's insane all right so you have the other thing is that their defense is just better than you think they're just yeah i agree with that and i know you're not a big gino guy so i think their defense maybe gets to gino could they've be. been getting a lot of pressure. They get pressure with four that that defense. So if yeah. they can get pressure with four, they'll get to Geno pretty good. Uh, so so I, I think they go Baltimore, in there. Baltimore, New Orleans, Jets, Giants. Yeah. Uh, what does that pay? The uh, a rando hail mary money line only. Here, where are you doing it on DK? I was on DK. All right, I'm gonna do it on FD, FD right now. Do boom, it. boom, boom, boom. Uh, where's Balti? Nineteen twenty-five. On DK. on DK and you let's see, let's see, let's see. Baltimore, That's there you are. Good. I'm missing where they ten dollars gets me two hundred bucks. I'll take Yo, it. go to FanDuel for that plus twenty forty nine. Even better. Oh man, it's a beautiful thing. I'm I might like put this it. in right now. There's a hail mary. Four money lines. I think they're all legit. Uh, I could really see that happening. Really, for real. Actually, Woodman official picks mini minus three and a half Baltimore money line at minus one Oh five new Orleans money line at plus Oh eight. Oh, he's got a little, little impromptu hail Mary Baltimore, new Orleans jets giants money line. The best we're seeing right now. Plus 20, 49. Not bad, I love dude. it. Woody. I snuck in a pay dirt last week and a TZ TZ was the only like to do TZ's shelved for the rest of this fucking year. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, it, this is a hard year. So. It's a hard year to do the teasy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, but the Aaron Jones John hit, and that was fun. But the uh, Hollywood picks mine. Uh, Eagles Steelers over two and a half touchdowns in the first half plus one fifteen. Packers plus eleven at the Bills. Regular juice and Broncos Jags under thirty nine and a yes. half. Puntos uh, at minus one hundred five. That ain't the show, ladies and gentlemen. We're excited. Okay, it's time to get going. It's time to have some fun. And it is time. It's, it's Red October. It is fucking Red October. And Woody, just because you said that, we need somebody to say, You are the 
That's right. And that man was Harry the K. Philly's announcer back in the day. I can't believe I'm saying back in the day. My idol, literally. My he was fucking the best. idol. Incredible. Um, he had that uh, beautiful, Harry, deep, he kind of had like a baritone, beautiful <sighs> timber quality to his voice. Just beautiful. Uh, if we spoke about Harry at length, I would seriously start crying. He's the greatest man uh, in sports history, in my estimation. No I mean, one did it better than Harry. And incredible. Look, I went to broadcasting school, ladies and gentlemen. I'll, t- I'll, I'll do this little quip. Um, uh, the We probably had about 25 people at the Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Cherry Hill, uh, New Jersey, 2006. And there were three of us that were standouts. And the one, um, Bob Salter was his name. He was a New York DJ. He pulled us into a room once and he said, if you guys, if you three don't have jobs in radio in one year's time, I don't know what what's wrong. And I looked at him and I said, I know what's wrong. All the fucking jobs in radio are going to fucking computers. Like, yeah, there's no... There's no niche anymore. You know, I got into it at the wrong time. Just wrong time, wrong place. But uh, You'd have been we, great, man. Oh, well, I appreciate it. But we in one class, they said, uh, he said, okay, well, so just tell me, what is the hardest sport to commentate? I raised my hand real quick. He said, yeah, Brian. And I was like, hockey. He said, why? I said, because you have a lot of personnel to know. Uh, probably more than any other sport. Uh, and the pace is so fast and you got to memorize all the numbers and the names and all that shit. And he said, no, that's exactly why it's the easiest. I was like, excuse me. And then he said, does anybody else know what the hardest sport is? And then I raised my hand again. He goes, Brian. And I said, based on what you just told me, baseball. And he went, correct. Because... It is so hard in baseball to keep someone interested. Yeah. Whether it's TV or radio, especially radio. But um, you need to paint a picture. In hockey, everything is happening. You're just saying what's happening. Like, I'm looking at Woody right now. He's shaking his head yes and yes and no. He's getting a beer right now. And he's looking at his computer. Like, look, whatever you're doing, I'm saying that's all you need to do. In baseball, you got to fill that fucking gap. You got to make that time interesting that is not action. It's hard. And man, Harry the K just fucking did it so well. And the best ever. Look, there's plenty. We we got Vinny on here. Well, him anyway, and Vin, you know. Him and Vin both one thing they had in common was they would fill those spaces in a baseball game, a baseball mm-hmm. broadcast. And it, it I'm sure it wasn't I'm sure it didn't feel this way and they they were actually putting forth a lot of effort. But they, it felt as a listener effortless, effortless. Yeah, for sure. They would feel it effortlessly, like not that they were, because you just said you have to work to come up with things to fill that space. That's true, right. but the listener shouldn't feel you working. No, right? this is the that's the key. The key is that it's organic, and you while you want to fill the space, you need to let it breathe. And that's what he always, uh, that's what Harry always did, especially because back in the day, I don't know if it's still the, the same thing right now, but they, Harry used to do innings one through three on air, four through six on the radio, and seven through nine back on air. Huh. And, you know, whenever I would hear Harry on the radio, I mean, you would hear the, the, the 
the vendors, you know, <laughs> the Cracker Jack guys, the beer guys in the background. He knew when you could feel like you were at, at the vet back at that time. You know, he knew when to let it breathe. Sometimes you don't need to say anything for literally 60 seconds. Just let the crowd hear, like, let, let your audience hear the crowd. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I, that's the way to go about that's it. That's the smartest thing of the night. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Benny. Vinny, Vinny, Harry, and uh, the cat from Detroit. Um, at, uh, uh, fucking A. Anyway, I forgot his name. So they I don't know. Harlan? Harlan? Oh, yeah. He was great, too. And also, um, uh, well, I mean, it's before our time, but um, uh, you're thinking of Harry Carey, right? No, 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 no. Harry Carey was pretty much terrible. Ed, um, what's his name? The Detroit. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, the, the, the Tiger. Uh, Ernie Harwell. Jesus yeah, Ernie Harwell was great. Ernie Harwell was amazing. Well, no, the other one people would say is he's still active, um, although he's very old now. Is Bob Euchre from the Brewers? Yeah, but you know, yeah, but he's I more guess of I, a he's more of a color guy. He's not I'm really not a play he's by bad. Player. I'm just saying, that no, he's amazing, but he's yeah. color. He's it's there's only different to do color. You know? And obviously, giddy up to the major league input. That was the best, of course. You know, the fucking a two but, of the best so, movies of all time. Um, before our time, there was also uh, like Joe Buck's dad, Jack Buck, yeah, was Jack very Buck. famously yep. really great. Um, I don't believe what I just saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or um, yep. another one would be, um, oh, who was the old Yankees guy with the higher voice? He, he used to play second base for them back. Oh, yeah, Phil Rizzuto. Phil Rizzuto, he was great yeah. too. Yeah. Holy cow! Holy cow! Right. Yeah, he was awesome. But the best about that Jack Buck call, uh, it was, that was the was that the home run of of Kirk Gibson in the World Kirk Series Gibson. against the A's because I was a big A's fan. I remember watching the home run. I was pissed off. That was Jack but, Buck. Yeah, yeah. But I think he so. goes, he goes. It's just a reiteration because you know it's so human the way he said it. It was like watching it with a friend or a dad or something. He he calls it the Gibson home run. He goes, I don't believe. What I just saw, and then it pauses, and he goes, "I don't believe what I just saw." Like he says it in almost like a That's pastor right. I forgot kind about of that. way. Yes, he does. Like he just reiterates it. Like I fucking cannot believe this. It was just That's very but, um, good. That's very good. Uh, man, we could see. As, that, what a great uh, preamble to what we're gonna do here. We just want to kind of talk World Series. Um, we're not really gonna say who we think is gonna win the World Series. We know who who we want to win the World Series. I don't. I mean, I'm going to put my I've mad money. I actually have a future on the Astros. I'm going to cancel that out by putting that amount on the Phillies to hopefully win two times that. Uh, so if the Astros win, I don't get bupkis, but that's, you know, whatever. But um, there's yeah. so many props. FanDuel isn't really, uh, you know, uh, throwing a whole bunch of options out there. DraftKings is where you need to go. If you want to find some fun World Series props. Uh, but the Woodman has a, a an MVP pick he would like to, to tout right now. Yeah, um, and it's 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 maybe not an obvious one, but I just love the number that I get on it, and I think there are ways that it could happen. Mm. So uh, I was looking at Wheeler Zach Wheeler plus seventeen hundred. Yeah, after so, what he did in the NLCS and the DS, he just, like he just looks really locked in. He looks. He, he I was saying to Brian right before we hit record, uh, what I like about him is he seems very. Um, and the, the a lot of the great pitchers have seemed this way over the years, you know. He seems very like ice cold, which is what kind of what you need at this time of the year in baseball. Like focus. Every pitch matters so much. And as as a pitcher, if you start to overthrow or if you start to try to get too uh fine 
with your, yeah. you know, aiming the ball too much, you're going to get into that place that Nola got where he lost his command, uh, you know, against uh, the Padres that game. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he lost his command. I think he was too amped up and he was trying too hard to aim it in game two in San Diego. Yeah. He was he came out. He looked good early, and then he just was. He lost his command because I think he was trying too hard to aim the ball, and and he kind of. You don't want somebody who gets real amped up. You want the ice cold guy, Big who time. can just go out there with ice water in this his veins huge. and just pitch. I mean, he he goes out, and he, he just no, looks like nothing. There's phases no emotion. Him. Nothing phases him. I think he could do it. So I think you could get like game, maybe like two. And then five, and then you know, God forbid, it went to a game seven. Maybe he could get you a couple outs towards the end. That's right. Like, like so, that. so people are like, two. Why? Uh, Nola well, is actually the touted uh, uh, pitcher. He is, for... and Nola could certainly do it. But here's for what's sure. going to have to happen, and for him to get it, here's what he has to do. Beat he Justin has to beat Verlander. Justin Verlander twice. Now, here's I don't what see I want that to happening. say. Did I you see? I don't love the Nola bet because I don't see him beating Verlander twice. I... I just don't see it. Well, twice, yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah, because he will face him again. That's a good point. Um, are you aware of Justin Verlander's World Series stats career-wise? No, but I wouldn't I wouldn't put all my hopes in that. What do you what do you see in here? Is it not good? Are you ready for this? You ready for this? It's really bad. This is legit. I mean, let me just tell you the numbers. He's made seven career World Series starts. Okay. Four with Houston, three with Detroit. Yeah. 38 innings pitch. Okay. Oh, and six. <laughs> 5.68 earn run average. I mean, we are talking. I That's like else some Kershaw type of shit right there. 24 earn runs in 38 innings. Yeah. Kershaw shit. Yeah, you're absolutely right. 35 hits. Uh, 1.289 whip. Yeah. It's crazy, and, and but I'm not saying that's going to continue. Maybe that's the smart bet. Maybe that's the smart bet, right? To to bet well, let's that that's going to continue. But he is just too good, and I don't know, man. Uh, I'm worried. Definitely worried about uh, the Phillies batters facing that guy. He's all right. Let me let me give he, these these cats something they can set their hat to. Why well, I, I want to hear no, I want to hear yours because I think mine is fun. You know, and you could do this five. This is really fun. Mine's well, really fun. And you could do five dollars on mine. It gets you ninety bucks. Oh no, 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 no! This is a unit bet okay. coming up here. This is a Got, fucking unit bet. Please don't this let me. Is, it's fun. Like an MVP bet's kind of fun, but you'll know within a a, a, a game or two whether. You got yeah. legs on that. Oh yeah, but but by yeah. the end of game two, you know if my bet has any legs at all or yeah. not. You know, if you think this series is going six, this is definitely heading. I think it's heading in one of the first two games. This is incredible. So I went and I looked at, they have, like I, I said, DraftKings has a shit ton of player prop bets. One is uh, they just are spamming all the players and giving you over-unders on how many home runs they will hit in the series. Yeah. Bryce Harper's, I think, is over-unders 2.5. Reese Hoskins is, I think, 1.5, which you know might be applicable. Uh, to look at if you were an over fan. But the juice, I think, was a little heavy on that. I have a minus 115 on the following. JTO Real Muto to hit over 0.5 home runs in the World Series. Do you know what that left field looks like? First of all, at the <laughs> bank, let alone 
at the what used to be called Enron Field. Like, I mean, JT has such a short and compact swing, he could pop one out of fucking whatever it is, Minute Maid, whatever, Houston Wait, Stadium. You said it's point over five? Point 0.5 to hit one home run in the World Series oh, is yeah. minus 115. Yeah, that's a unit. That's a unit. That's a unit, here. if not more. This might be a Dublowski. Look. You hear me? You hear me? I'm it's hearing <laughs> I'm hearing you. <laughs> like, how is JT not hitting a homer in this goddamn series? Okay. Put it on the board. I mean, if this fucking got... Oh, man. I'm telling you. If this show hasn't been bringing you enough already, it's time. It's Vader time to, to put one in here on JT. I mean, this is incredible. Minus 115 to be over a 0.5 home runs. Get the fuck out of here. One I'm home like, run. Yeah, one home run. God, mercy. I'll tell you what. So that's my official prop of the World Series. Um, we're, we went long on a show. We're just going to kind of peruse some things here. We, we're, we're going what they would call, uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, not acapella. What the fuck? When you Commando. Stuff, no, <laughs> Commando. There you go. Give it to me hard. Okay. Um, off the cuff here. What's the, yes. what's the, what's the, what's the, whose line is it anyway? What's that called? Improv. Uh, improv. We're going improv. Impromptu. So I'm looking over some here. And I, I uh, right before we went live, I told you that, holy fuck, I see a, they have a head-to-head player home runs uh, category. Yes. Now, I'm going to do this real quick. I'm going to give you all – they give you three options. And I want you to tell me your answer within – I don't know, 0.5 seconds of of when I complete the two names. Okay. And as you listen, ladies and gentlemen, or view on YouTube, I want you to do the same. See if you sync up. Most home runs in the World Series, Kyle Tucker or Bryce Harper? Harper. That would be minus 105. I'm sorry, that would be minus 120 to Tucker's minus 105. So giddy up. Uh, Jose Altuve to Reese Hoskins. Hoskins. Minus 115. They are both minus 115, by the way. <laughs> I know Altuve likes to, to park them in their porch, but racy boy. I'm yeah, actually going to kind of stay off of that. I think that might be a little bit of a, a, a fishing bet. A trap. Uh, this one, there's somebody that's plus 105. There's somebody that's minus 135. Ready? Jordan Alvarez versus Kyle Schwarber. Alvarez. Alvarez minus one thirty-five, Schwarber plus one hundred five. Out of all these, I would those take numbers are Alvarez. correct. Al- dude, yeah. Alvarez is. You, I know you gotta, I know you're not like an I Astros know. guy, but like that dude is a monster. What is that noise? Do you hear that? I don't hear anything. Wow, I did. I, it might be an ad on one of my things, but it was the. <laughs> I think it was the Golden Eye. Dude, I don't know what just happened, but it was definitely Golden Eye music. Golden Eye, like from the video game? From fucking um, James Bond. It was a James Bond intro. There was an ad playing on one of the sites. I hope it didn't come over to the stream. And if it didn't, then boy, do I sound wacky, don't I? I don't think think it did, because I think I would have heard it. That's true. Giddy um, up. I'm embarrassed. (laughs) I like that Harper won against Kyle Tucker for minus 120. I feel like that's the best bet. Dude, there's so many funky ones on DK. The thing is, don't I don't you... know if I'm going to get deep into it because I'm just going to put a shit ton of money on that JT hitting a home run. He's got to hit one. I really feel very confident that Harper is locked in. 
I actually would take him on the MVP bet, except that the number that they're giving you is just not that great. It's like plus 600 or something. It's like, it's not that great. I don't know, man. I mean, here's the thing. I don't know. Maybe plus 600 is good enough. I should should at least do something on that, huh? I want to say this before we go, and I'm sorry. This sounds awful. But as a Philly sports fan, and of course, we're just pumping up, oh, the Phillies are going to win. And like we hope. Obviously, Houston is very well favored. Yeah. Um, if we go to the MVP thing, World Series props, MVP, uh, Harper is plus six fifty. Yeah, and that's the t- that's tied with Jordan Alvarez. Yeah. If you were to pick an Astro, are you looking at the page? Yeah. Who would it be? I mean, in general, it probably should be Verlander. He is plus nine hundred nine fifty. Yeah. Okay. I I'm mean, just going. I'm just going. You know, or you're just looking for better juice that gives no, you. No, I'm just looking at like you know. Let's be real here. You know, the the majority of people, uh, not necessarily listen to this, but in general, think that Houston's going to win the series, and I get it, but it's not going to happen. But uh, you know, Tucker, it's it, you called Kyle Tucker by the way as your MVP pick, which is very like close. <laughs> He's plus one hundred, one thousand. He's yeah. only the, the second. Uh, Position player. He's, good, he's a really good hitter, dude. He's a good player. It's funny. You called him as your MVP, and you called your backup as Alvarez. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Neither of them is going to hit, though. Uh, no, but Aaron they're Judge. like they're right there. Yeah, oh. yeah. They were right there. Yeah, they played great. Yeah, you're right. Hey. Oh, Aaron Judge is going to win? <gasps> you mean my pick's going to win? Indeed. Two right. years in a row, ladies and gentlemen, that Jump the Sharp has called the That's AL right. MVP. I had it do last year. What, do you remember what Otani's payout was? Yeah, I think it was I plus do. 28. 2500 I believe 2500 I think so. Well, guess what? Aaron Judge plus 2400. There we go. Oh, I can't wait for that to hit. I think I lo- I actually searched it on I googled it. When does the uh MVPs and it said November 7th I think is when it will be right. announced. Mm-hmm. So, uh that'll make a nice chunky cheesemo into my account. But um me too, buddy, cuz I tell you. Do me a favor. I'm going to scroll to a random World Series prop. I want you to do the same. I'm going to ask you a question, and you ask me a question. I'll just say for the listeners, if you if you haven't followed, if you haven't tailed anything yet, you haven't clicked anything yet for MVP, I stand by what I said earlier. I think if you wanted to make a bet that gets the best juice given the odds of it actually occurring, I like Wheeler. However, I think there are other bets that Brian is about to tell you about some of the ones he just told you about. I'm just looking at, I think there are other bets besides MVP that are really fun. So I might, my advice might be to be honest, not focusing on MVP. There are so many other things to look at. Dude, is this for real? Is this fucking for real? Yeah. I might just pepper the home run page. Holy shit. What do you see in here? We got Bryce Harper. Total home runs for the series. What do you think the over-under is at, first of all? I couldn't say. Guess. Over-under. Over it's under. at a half, so pick a half, but what do you think? Yeah. For the series, I'll say two and a half. Okay. And what would you put that juice on? Um, would you say even? No, no. I think, uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, I guess even. Okay. Bryce, Bryce Harper over total series home runs. Ready? Over one and a half. 
What do you think that juice would be? <laughs> Minus uh, over one and a half for the series. Woodman. It should be like minus 180 or something. Plus 300, Woody. Why? Get on it right now. Do it live. Why is that? What's what's going on with that? Bryce Harper to hit two home runs in the World Series is plus 300. Why is that? (laughs) I mean, it's worth a shot, right? Where where do I go for this? DK. Yeah, and then what? World Series player props. Okay. And then you have a whole bunch of shit. And yeah, then one I see is him. player series home runs. Okay. Player series it? home runs. I want to make sure you see it before we go off air here. I see because it. Because they it. need to know. Do you see what I see? Yeah, over one and a half is plus 300. Yeah, I'm taking it. This is insane. I'm fucking... Why? That might be... Is that a unit? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, why is that not a unit? Like, you don't think he could hit a second one? Jeez. Like... Dude, you know I mean, what also is, is interesting? They I mean, had I guess, Altuve. I guess sorry, the only reason why somebody would be against it is like, oh, what if Houston just sweeps them? They didn't hit any. That's I guess the like, only reason. could happen, like, that's theoretically. The only, what if we sweep them, fucking assholes? Exactly. Guess what? If we sweep them, this motherfucker has four. Like, I mean, probably no matter what happens, he We're not even four. talking three home runs. We're talking two. Where's he Reese? Pro- he probably hits three or four no matter what, dude. Schwarber over one and a half is plus 200. Reese over one and a half is plus 340. I'll even give you this. I'm Altuve not as over one and a half is plus 340. I like that. I like that a lot. But I, I really like Bryce at plus 300. To hit two My favorite still is JT at one at yes. fucking minus 115. Yes. Like, Agreed. pepper that. I agree. And then this is my second yeah, favorite. For sure. We're having a good time. This is a funky one. To have a hit in every game do you of want the series. To, do you want to, um, should I remove my Vikings as my number one overall pick and just change <laughs> to JT? Bryce Harper to hit two home runs in the World <laughs> yeah. Series? Isn't that crazy? Two. Oh, man. The only, the only bad news about it is you can't parlay them all. That'd be so fun. Right. But there are these, oh, man, I got a player to have a hit in every game. If Alex Bregman has a hit in every game in, in the World Series, it's plus 1,300. Like, this it's is dangerous It's very for me. unlikely that anyone would have a hit in every game. Yeah, it's I'm just tough, not do dude. Postseason baseball. The and I'm pitching, certainly not going to take an Astro, pitching, but if I did, it would be Bregman. And the pitching tends to be so good. And the, the Astros' bullpen is really, really good. I, You know, it's going to be tough. Kyle Tucker to record a hit in every game, plus 1,200. Yeah, I mean, it seems possible. <laughs> total bases we have. Let's see what total bases are. Oh, it's versus. I'm not, I'm not interested in the versus. Head-to-head total bases. I'm not interested in that. Uh, let's see. Oh, series most total bases. Oh, man, this is too much. You know what? I think we hit our breaking point. One more. Series most hits. Woodman, who has the most hits in the World Series? You you know the roster as well. Who has the most hits? And I'll tell it you what the odds are. Probably should be Altuve. Yeah, he's the most odds, four fifty. Yeah. I would go with Gene Segura at plus eighteen hundred. Okay. Yeah, Gene Segura is not a bad pick. <laughs> I think. Um, I actually think get money Kyle, here. Kyle Tucker is probably not a horrible pick. There. No, he's plus seven fifty. I'm going anti Astros, so thanks for going for that. There, it's like here we go. Altuve. <laughs> tell me when you hear a a, a Philly Altuve. Alvarez, Pena, Tucker, Bregman, Guriel, Harper. Okay, great. Harper. The seventh uh, fucking. Harper's, Harper's pretty, plus 1,000, by the way. He's pretty locked in, man. Dude, I'm just he saying. He looks locked in. Listen, 
Pick I'll, four okay. of the week. I know we're about to get out of here probably. JT. Home yeah. run. I know we're about to get out of here probably. I'll say, if you guys are thinking about various different props and things, just keep in mind how locked in Bryce Harper is. And and just try to remember, because it's, it's easy to forget this, right? Dude wants it, man. He's had a number of years in his career where he looked totally locked in. There was that one year, I want to say it was 2018. Probably the year before that, right? In 18 when he or came? Or 17. Yeah. Where he literally looked like... Slow motion. As good or better than Mike Trout. Yeah. That one year, uh, right? And, and doesn't get injured. Oh, wait. And he never got hurt that year. It was just incredible. And he's never really done it again. But but he's had periods, see partial seasons, many times in his career, where he looked so locked in. He's like, oh, this is the best player in baseball, actually. When, he, when he's swinging like this, when he's seeing the ball like that, he's the best player in baseball. And right now, right now, during this playoffs, Get you are kidding man. yourself. Fucking hype. You are kidding yourself if you don't think he looks that locked in. Oh, dude. Um, uh, there's a great uh, piece that showed up on um, Fangraphs today. You, you guys who listened to us during the summer, you remember me talking a lot about Fangraphs. I, I really, it's a good website for baseball. Really, made you some money. They made us a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And there was a piece that showed up on Fangraphs. It was either today or yesterday. I highly recommend it. I can put it in the show notes, maybe. Um, where they were saying like that one at bat. You know where he wound up hitting the home run and and basically the, the you know the bat that launched the Phillies in the World Series, right? It's a very impressive <sighs> piece of hitting it's because incredible. what it showed was that he had the you know Bryce Harper is famous for a style of hitting. Mike Trout has it too. They call it selective aggression. What it means is I want to be really aggressive at a pitch that's in the zone that I know I can hit. And I want to be really, really selective and not swing at all of the different pitches that are outside of that zone. And there are many, right? And there's many ways. I can ways fucking to be hear you talk about this forever. Go. Selective aggression. That's that's that is harp. That's always been his mentality. And when he's going bad, what happens is he's not seeing it good, and so he'll swing at the pitch that really is. He was supposed to be selective about it, and he wasn't selective. And then he'll wind up not being able to be aggressive enough because he's in a bad count. You see, that, that's what happens when he's going bad. Bryce Harper, when he's going hot like he is right now, when he's locked in like he is right now, right this October, this mm. red October, when he's locked in like this, let's go. he'll see that pitch that the pitcher wants him to swing at that's just out of the zone, and he just spits on it, dude. Yep. He just spits on it. He's like, oh, no, that's not... And, in the, the, this article, I'm going to send you guys. It's so good because it, it the, he they explain to you. It's like after that, what is Suarez going to do? But he has to throw. He has to throw him in the zone. He right. has to throw a pitch in the strike zone. And Dude, you got to you got to put that out on Jump to Sharp. You, you share that. And, I will. Uh, I will share it. It's such a great piece, and it's exactly right. And I think if dude, you even, to even throw, when I pitch in softball, even when I was a softball pitcher, you know, when my dude. And, Everybody and, knows, and I, and and I made that one good pitch, and he didn't. Like, dude, it's like, come on! When you throw it exactly where you want, and it's just out of the zone, Ugh. and they don't swing, dude, 
You know you have to come into the zone. You have to. <laughs> what choice do you have? And you know what you're dealing with. And he put it in the seats. And he's gonna. And he could do it again against the Strohs, man. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Let's go. Let's go fightings. I mean, hopefully the if series that didn't isn't get over. You up, guys, I don't know. Fucking I don't know how to. Yeah. Hopefully the series. Uh, well, maybe it will be over on the fighting side, but uh, hopefully next time we're talking about the next week's show might just be all fucking Phillies. I will. We'll talk about it. It'll Let's definitely go, include man. some Phillies, I think. For oh sure. man, yeah. No oh doubt. baby, what man? It's been fun. This is I a great you, show, brother. man. Thank you, brother. I hope. I hope this week is filled with. I want winners. I hope we got them, Mister Singletary, and uh, uh, look. We, we've had a, a blast on this show and we're feeling it now. Let's see what we can really make do and roll with it. We're due for like a ahead. six and out, dude. We're like, fucking due. A. We due. I didn't want to say it. You went ahead and said it. That's giddy up. But um, I don't mind. Yeah, I jumped to sharp on Twitter. You want to find what the Woodman said he's going to post out there? Giddy up. I will do that. Uh, on YouTube, let's get some more subscribers, ladies and gentlemen. Tell everybody you know, okay? Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. And let's get that to 100. And by the way, the dungeon is always rocking and rolling every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash GCN Employee Lounge. Uh, Woodman will be there. I will not at the start. I will not be hosting this week, but I will be doing a little drop in, a little cameo style live from the Eagles game parking lot. On location. Uh, yes. On location. And guess what? Woodman might leave that stream early because he's got to come over and hang with this cat. All right? That's how we roll here. I'm the Woodman in Hollywood. <laughs> egg, it's peanut butter and jelly, baby. Yeah, baby. You can't spread uh, them too far for too I can't, long. I can't wait, dude. It's going to be an awesome Sunday. Uh, really look forward to that. And uh, GCN, thank you so much. Um, everybody who's listening, oh, we love come the check glass us cannon. out on the Glass Big Cannon time. Network. It's been Big so time. much fun. Absolutely. We love you guys so much. We will see you next week on Jump the Sharp, as always, at Jump the Sharp. Also on a dungeon this weekend. Let's go, Phils. Let's go, birds. Peace the fuck out.